Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A Living History Production. Hello and welcome to Peter Hart's Militaristic Podcast. And we're on our Gallipoli Special 2. Are you excited? I'm with Gary. Gary Bay. You know, everyone's favourite. Are you excited, Gary? No. You weren't excited yesterday, are you? Oh, no. So, yeah, well, I'm a bit more excited than yesterday and probably a little less excited than I'll be tomorrow. But it was really interesting what you were just saying about uh, Matt McClackman before we started, Pete. What was that? Well, you were just saying that he's, you know, really a benefactor, a father figure to me. He's us. like a father figure to me. It's just my unerring inability to look up his trouser leg. I've always wanted to look up his trouser leg. Well, we all want to look up Matt McLaughlin's trouser leg. Yeah. Well, it's one of those... Oh, sorry, Matt McLaughlin. Oh, dear. Oh. Matt McLaughlin's got very different legs. Uh, it, it's, it's, always, it's long been an ambition of ours, hasn't it? So what have we been doing today, Pete? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, uh, well, we've been on uh, what we call Anzac 1, second day of our tour. Uh, yesterday we did Helles 1, which is the landing at Helles. And today we did uh, Anzac 1, which is the landings at Helle, at Anzac and way, the, uh, the sort of early part of the campaign. And, uh, and there's what we call Old Anzac. And it's always a favourite, isn't it? I mean, every touring group just loves it. Uh, how did we start? Well, it was a bit of a different start, yep. was it? Because uh, they've got roadworks and you cannot get uh, across across from one side of Anzac Cove to the other side of Anzac Cove, either by foot or by bus. So we separated, didn't we? And so we went, we, we, we separated the two sides and we went, we started at Beach Cemetery. Which is an absolutely beautiful cemetery, do arguably you, one of the best in the world. Do you know of a more beautiful one? Um, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, Ramparts in Eaps is pretty nice. It Bedford is. House, that's, that's lovely. Yeah. It's all a matter of taste. It is a matter the, of taste. The view is fantastic and, uh, you know, we, we spent some time there. We did. Uh, we, we did our uh, about the invasion there, didn't we? And we talked quite a bit about uh, about the landing plans, about the myths of Anzac, about they landed in the wrong place, that, they, that this, that and the other, that... Uh, uh, well, we just ran through it. Uh, we talked a bit about uh, uh, what went wrong in the landing. We talked a lot about how, how the Turkish opposition was resilient, that people thought they were running away. Uh, oh, they wouldn't fight us with the bias. Uh, but what was happening was they were falling back and sniping. We talked a lot about that. And, and it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, we also mentioned Chris Roberts's book. 
uh, about the first day of the landing, which which is like a bible to many of us, and, and I know Matt likes it as well, and 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 we I well, like it. And we also mentioned Peter Doyle and Peter Chasso, and uh, that's right. Um, um, it, it, they book grasping Gallipoli. Gallipoli yep. Yeah, we talked about the maps. It was really interesting because um, you know people seemed to be really interested in well, why you know did they all get concertina? We had a long debate about. The difference between points and degrees. We did, Never. and uh, uh, and the difference between meters and feet. Oh, I, I missed that one, mate. I'll oh, did you not? Yeah. No, it's it's an pop. easy mistake to make, you know, when you're talking about the height of a hill. It could happen to the, any anybody. Yeah, happened to me though, didn't it? Pat? Yeah, it did happen. To you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's this mountain <laughs> hill nine seven one meters. <laughs> well, I've never mentioned meters in my life, but there you go. First time for everything. And our other favourite thing was we have with us uh, a Colonel, a Colonel Duddles, mm. and uh, Colonel Duddles. We got to read that naval officer's thing, saying army officers can't read a map, mm. and I could see you at the back, back of the classroom, giggling and sneaking. It was good. And we mentioned, of course, that you know there's some notable people in that cemetery. We talked about John Simpson Kirkpatrick, and uh, you know a lot of people didn't realise what a short period of time he was. Uh, uh, Arguably infamous for um, because oh, I'm going famous. I apologise reservedly. Oh, <laughs> but we did. We had a lot of talk about that, and uh, somebody once uh, commented while we were there about how handsome he was because we passed the picture around, and uh, I'd never thought of it like that. No, I hadn't. I thought he was an ugly bugger, but uh, he was. Well, he is one of my heroes. I I, I accept that the myths are. Uh, Largely untrue, but whatever happened, he attracted attention for the time, and he did it. He, he did a good job rescuing people. Uh, the exaggerations do not mean that he wasn't a, 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 a decent. Soldier. And where did we go from there then? So we headed off. Oh well, well then we went up uh, McCla- uh, McLaren's Ridge uh, to uh, uh, McLagan's Ridge. Do apologise, uh, Yeah. <laughs> It's as if I'd been drinking. I'll just have a little bit of yeah, not. Have another sip of that. I'll just you. have a not not drinking a bit more. Yeah, yeah. So we went up to Pluggies, didn't we? Went up to Pluggies Plateau, which I found easier than before. It's as if I was young and fitter and more lithe. Actually, no, I didn't find that bad at all. I mean, the steps are pain in the arse. Pain, yeah. I mean, it's, it's you must stop rubbing your bottom up against sticks. It's not an easy. It's not an easy walk up because the steps make it more difficult. But you know this. Cracking views out there, oh. but and you could actually see the work they were doing down yeah. at Anza, and and there is a significant amount of work. Yes, uh, I wish they wouldn't do it, but no, there you but, go. And then we got up and uh, we we looked across to the uh, the Sphinx, and uh, oh, we, uh, right after we got right, we we moved to the back of Pluggies, and yeah. there we have that fantastic view, that 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 just dramatic view of the Sphinx. Yeah, and we love it, don't we? It, yeah. it, it, you know what the Australians were thinking of? They've been a mean account. They look across there, and there it is. It, it's it's just right, isn't it? It's just the right name. It is, and again, you know, some people didn't realise that, and even to this day, soldiers give things names of what they see. So you know, it does look like a sphinx, and it does look like a bear ass. No, it does not. That's not bear ass hill. <laughs> bear ass hill. The one I know best is in North Africa, but soldiers call a lot of things bear ass hill. Uh, and, and why would we, it? It's a defi- it's a defining. <laughs> But we'll uh, draw a veil over uh, Gary's bare ass. Uh, although pictures can be supplied to uh, private subscribers to our uh, our uh, podcast. Without the veil. 
Now, uh, so what's happening now? What, what, so what, what happened then? Well, uh, well, no. Big changes, Gary. Yeah. Not on that suicidally dangerous journey off the back down that hill that's almost vertical. Instead, they've got, they've put in steps, steps. haven't they? Yeah. Don't like steps myself. Uh, but actually that set of steps didn't annoy me. Um, you have to get down. I've been down that ridge before the steps are in and it was dangerous. The route we've been taking our punters for the last 10 years is dangerous. It's too steep. And I thought that was all right. No, it was good uh, in the sense that, you know, you get down quickly, but then you've got your choice. <coughs> Where do you go from there? Because they've also put steps up. Up Russell's side, top. Up to Russell's top. So you've got a choice there. So you can either, it's a very steep route up, I have to say. So you can either go up that way or we chose to go a different way. We did. We? We, we turned right. We went into uh, Shrapnel Valley and, uh, well, or it may be Mono. I've never quite known where it splits. It was a valley. It was a valley. And we, we, we turned up uh, Bronze Hill. Uh, and that, uh, there were parts of where they put steps in. That was infuriating. And I really, really did not like that. But I did like the fact they've cleared about two yard things mm. so you can walk with a friend. Although I, I, I walked did. with a dog. Yes, I didn't actually see you. Uh, during I was busy walking with the dog. Well, you have a strange relationship with dogs. Mm. Um, he yeah. didn't fart at all, this dog. Really? Yeah. Well, if he did, I didn't smell it. And we walked up, and it's a, it's a, it's a quite steep hill, but it's sort of, I like it. It sort of goes up, and then flat, and then up, and yeah. then flat. And then we came to the point where you could overlook the join of Monash and uh, Monash Valley and Shrapnel Valley. And uh, we talked about two things. There, we talked about bridges, General Bridges, mm-hmm. Major General Bridges, uh, Sir William Bridges, I think, who was killed there, ignoring people's advice in some ways. But he, he had that great epitaph, and we got Duddles to read that uh, at least. I've had the honour to command uh, an Australian division in action for four months or whatever it was, he said. And, and that, that was a strange way, thing to say. Um, uh, not strange, uh, but just quite touching, I thought. Uh, and then we talked about Simpson Kirkpatrick. Sir. And, and we, did dead, link, yeah. we did link it to James, who perhaps we'll invite on to it. James Thompson, what a man, what a man. And I, I, you stand in awe of him, don't you, in some ways, because he doesn't have breakfast. He doesn't have breakfast. And, and, and uh, in that, he has it in common with someone else, doesn't he? Yeah, and, you know, as as is recorded, Simpson was called back to, you know, come and have your breakfast, Cobber. And uh, he said, I'm just going to be back in a few minutes. Oh, we, we've just been interrupted by the lovely Paul Hilliard. Oh, he's now leaving us alone. He's now le- leaving us alone. He's now leaving us alone. He's, he's not getting a hint at all, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, the, the the great, I mean, we talked about uh, James Thompson, and, and he, he never comes down for for breakfast, does he? Never. No. And that, what has that in common with Simpson? Well, you know, Simpson was called back for his for his breakfast. And well, he wasn't. Arguably, <laughs> he if did. He stopped. Uh, and Do you want your breakfast, Carver? Yes, please. And then he That's may what well have you survived. Would have said. Then he may well have survived. You but know. he didn't say that, did he? No, he didn't. Say he that. carried on up the valley and 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 put someone on his donkey and uh, and was killed. And uh, I think also the person who's with him was killed as well, wasn't it? I think the person he rescued. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we we know. And when people carpet him and say, "Oh, they were badly injured," or well, he didn't kill, save three hundred fifty. Well, we know he didn't save. Well, he probably didn't. But he still he, he saved a fair number, possibly about eighty. Uh, I think we worked out in our podcast on the subject. 
and uh, and uh, yes, they were lightly wounded, but they had to get out without being wounded and, again. You know, we, we we've had discussions about whether we should have been doing it in the first place or not. And but frankly, you know, Monash Monash made a, a very uh, moving epitaph for, for Simpson, and he is remembered to this day. Yeah, it was a contemporary one. It's not yeah. something he did. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so what did we do after that? Go on, go, go well, on. Well, we carried on. We we then uh, went down to uh, the. Fourth Division Cemetery, I think it was. Oh, and Langham's Dump. And Langham's Dump, yes. And, and I was amazed. There was no interest whatsoever in the group. It, it, I'd probably point out it's 36 degrees uh, centigrade. And um, they are sophisticated. And they are, and we, we we told them about Rob Langham. We told them about about his uh, unfortunate uh, circumstances. We explained what was, you know, the, 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 the importance of Langham's Dump to... To Rob. Yeah, some people did complain though that you gave more detail about that than you did about the uh, the actions that uh, were taking place on the twenty fifth of April. Well, but, uh, well, I, I of course apologise unreservedly <laughs> if I in any way evaded the subject. But yeah, so we we didn't actually see the scene of Langham's Dump. What no. But then that really steep climb, and it is a really steep oh, climb. And there, there's to... the original steps, aren't yeah. there? And and how much do you hate those steps? Oh, I don't like them at all. And we have slightly different lengths. Obviously, you're taller than me, yeah. but you have incredibly short legs. Whereas, yeah. And I've got long legs. And an incredibly short body. Yeah. Do they do they suit you? The, what, the your steps legs? There? No. They would suit you. <laughs> You'd be normal. No, it's, it's awful. And um, I'm amazed that I don't have to take a rest. But, it, you know, it, it, that is arguably the worst yep. part of the morning. Yep. Coming out of that, that uh, steps, coming up towards Johnson's Jolly. What a surprise! What a surprise! And what what was that? What what, what was your reaction to it the first time? Because it was just all new, wasn't it? Yeah. Johnson's Jolly used to be a morass of, of bushes and everything at Glippy sometimes seems to be spiky and hurty, doesn't it? Um, hurty. <laughs> How mature am I? Uh, but but this was. It's been cleared. It's been cleared. I mean, we've mentioned, again, in podcasts, we've mentioned the clearing that, that, that they're doing. Quadrilateral was the first two or three years ago. Yeah. And uh, we've mentioned that they, they've done Silt Spur last year in the net. But this was such a surprise. And it's huge. Yeah, what a big area. It's huge. And you can clearly see the trench systems. Australian lines. Australian lines. Now, we'd always thought the Australians were the other side of that road. Well, but our guide Belen was insistent. We'd really worked it out, but very late. Mm. I'm talking last year, and but they're clearly visible. And you've also got tunnels. mine craters and tunnels. Tunnel. That mine crater. How excited was I when I saw that mine crater? You were very excited, like a small child. Yeah. Uh, just because I didn't. How could it, it? It was over there. It was 20 yards away from the a bit further. Sorry, it was 50 yards away from the road. Mm. I had no idea it was there because it, it had been buried for, uh, well, 100 years. I well, think. and it had been buried as well as buried. <laughs> but, yeah, it, and, and it was great because, and we should have probably spent a little bit more time on that. But uh, There's so much to there's see. There's so much of it there. So and then we went across and did the uh, the usual demonstration of uh, bayonets oh. fighting in the trenches opposite. What what an absolute pleasure that is! It is. Um, you often feature in that, don't you? Well, I, I feature. Would you like to describe your greatest moment during that? My greatest moment, recorded by Jeff Harrison, was when I fell headfirst into the trench while doing what? Whilst throwing the bombs. So, what do you think would have happened to you? Oh, well, I'd have blown up, frankly. But this time, 
You did it great, didn't you? You were oh, fabulous. fantastic. And, Mainly uh, because I got somebody else to do it. But it was quite funny because I was the officer directing things. And, yeah, it all uh, went terribly wrong. It all went everybody... terrible because I didn't get the timing right of the chart. You throw the bombs into the next bay and then the the, uh, the, uh, the bayonet people rush around. But I forgot to tell them. So there was a sort of delay. But boy, oh boy, did Roger Chapman make up for that. You may not know Roger Chapman of this podcast, but he is a, 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 a really important member of our team and uh, what did roger sound like as he charged uh, what, what 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 went through your mind that i hadn't heard des o'connor for a long time <laughs> or or would it have been sheer terror the loud volume of the he put his heart and soul into it and then what did he do Threw cones at you. No, he bayoneted. No, that was someone else. So I did catch two. I dropped the other one. I'd have been dead as well. He bayoneted poor Bullent. And again, at that time, we mentioned Bullent. What a great guy. Wasn't he fantastic today all the way through? No. <laughs> yes, he, I mean, he arguably, he is the best guide. From our partners, Crowded House is who we, uh, who we work with when we're in, in uh, Gallipoli. And he's a cracking to that he's, he's such a good sport. He, he was is. bayoneted to death. He taught us new words. <laughs> he some, did. Of, some of them we could No, repeat. we can't mention <laughs> He does teach us new words. He, he taught us thank you. Yeah, That's it. To sugar a dream. Yeah. He taught us thank you. And I'm not going to say that any of the others. Right. So uh, so what happened from that? Well, that well, was... Well, we, 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 it's the worst part, that, actually. It's a walk up a road. So oh, I didn't go that way. I, if you remember, I darted oh, off, you darted off without, without, by the way, consulting or telling anybody. No, you just did your own thing. So uh, we walked up the road to Lone Pine. Where had we our lunches. Had a very nice lunch. Not, not in, in the, the cemetery, of course. No, we sat in the shade in the so. trees. And uh, then we went over to uh, the cemetery, Lone Pine. And we did the Lone Pine diversionary attack. We did. And, and that was a tale of Otto Harrow's seven VCs. You've got... It's a serious business, and we talked seriously about what they were doing, about the cover trench, about going through, about coming back. We talked about Selden, the captain who lost his eye and was later found dead, uh, which is a particularly emotional story. We talked a lot, a lot of things. Uh, which quote did I give you to uh, read? Uh, you gave me the one about the gentleman who um, basically lost his teeth uh, and spent the rest of the war, as far as I can tell, swearing. Yes, apparently in between the time he was wounded at uh, Lone Pine and when he got to the beach, he hadn't exhausted his vocabulary. He must have had a very large vocabulary. He must have had a very large vocabulary. But some of of our our, uh, party commented on the small area that that was. a football pitch at most. And, uh, you know, how you could have up to a thousand men. Now, we don't think there was a thousand men fighting there. It was probably around 500. But in in a size of a football pitch. I just said there was a bit more. There was a brigade fighting. But, yeah, there, there was, oh, I see what you mean. Uh, 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 there was 500 men in a battalion. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And there was three battalions or four battalions, yeah. but one would be in reserve. Yeah. And the fighting was intense. It was so intense. It's very exciting. Was it a successful diversion, do you think? Did it suck in the local resources? No, and I think you made the point, didn't you, that uh, the uh, uh, the Turkish forces that it was meant... Under cannon geyser. To suck in. And uh, where, where were they based? Uh, they were based where we are, at the Come Hotel. Wow, what a place to stay. Yeah. Always a, always a welcome at the Come Hotel, I would have said. Yeah, just don't leave too soon. <laughs> right. Uh, but yes, they were based in this area, and, and they weren't fooled at all, because uh, 
which forces was it that uh, met the New Zealand forces? The, the sound you can hear, dear listeners, is Peter bashing his head on the table. <laughs> right. <laughs> what did Matt say about not needing editing? <laughs> he won't need... He'll never listen this long. Ah, that's true, it's true. So, uh, <laughs> we're, we're talking about Canning Ice and what he actually ended up doing. He didn't get sucked into the... the no. Pine, that lone pine so, the local people did, but Canning Ice marches right the way through and he's the one who meets the New Zealanders at the top of Chinook Bay. And that that's a telling story, I think. Uh, and then from there, we go... Oh. 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 We went down to uh, Silkspur, which... Uh, you know, I know you and Matt were particularly impressed with what you saw last year. My hands are trembling. But, um, I mean, they put signs in, yep. which well, actually it helps you, but we had the, the great map, great oh, map. From the, the battalion who, who built it, yeah, uh, which I've forgotten, 10th or 11th. No, yeah, 10th. 10th. And um, you can, <laughs> unusually, you can stand in a, a feature that's, what, 105 years ago, and you can spot without a shadow of a doubt, exactly where you are standing on the battlefield. It's, it's amazing. It, there's no, it's, it's, it's funny because there's no fighting there particularly. There's sniping. There's no, a, but you've got the sniper's post and the, and the black hand area right oh, down at well, the yeah, front. That was great. And, the machine gun post down there yeah, as well. Uh, and, and it's just a joint. Now, I think, correctly, you know, they've let the roots there. Um, Stay, yeah. It, I think that, you know, they'll let it overgrow a little bit again. I'd perhaps do it in 50 years' time or yeah. whatever. And I think that will maintain those trenches. And if anybody is visiting, if you go nowhere else, you go to Silkspear. I love it. Absolutely love it. I, 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 I've been about five times now and I'm still like a child. Have you been anywhere else? No, never. My life has been <laughs> unlimited. Uh, so from there, we uh, get on the bus and we go around to Quinn's. Yeah, we went to Quinn's. And Quinn's Post, well, we always, it's a tradition, we read quotes from William Malone. Why do I like William, the New Zealander, William Malone? So he, he had a rather low opinion of the Australians. And that has caused a massive amount of amusement on our trips. Normally we let a, a, a good friend of ours, uh, Australian Bernard de Broglio, uh, who works, is a, is a, a, a wonderful aviation and and, and uh, many other things, historian. And uh, we normally make him read it, don't we? Yeah, we he enjoys it. that. He does, he, uh, especially the bit where he says, actually, when it comes to I don't like Australians at all. No. <laughs> but normally there, oh. what we would do is we would go down the, the little hedged-off area at the front and we would look across towards... Um, uh, Dead Man's, Dead Man's Ridge. Ridge. Um, and, and we would talk about the actions uh, and uh, I can't remember the, the, Play the, the name. Thomas Baker's, Thomas uh, Baker's recording, recording from uh, the Chatter Battalion. But, but, this but, time, but, we were able to go up to Pope's, well, we first, play the recording no, on no. Dead Man's Ridge on the way, so we were standing exactly, exactly. And you could see it was, couldn't you? Yeah. And, and I urge you to listen to this recording. It's on the Imperial War Museum. So you could listen. And there it was, was it? The ridge, everything. And when he took... Oh, well, that was great, was it? First time ever. First time ever. And uh, and, and we took the party up onto Pope's... And oh, no, no, no. looked across no. from Pope's. Uh, this, was, uh, this was Duddles and a couple of others. Yeah. Uh, Paul Hilljard had gone ahead yeah. uh, while uh, the others were visiting... Oh, I should say, the, the Belent took them to visit uh, the 57th memorial 
uh, to pay proper respect to that fantastic fighting force. Uh, we didn't do that because we had this new thing to explore, which was, it's not disrespectful, it's just we had... Uh, We've been uh, before, and we, we will go again. We will go again, and we'll pay our respects always to that. But we were very excited to go across there. And when they'd explored the way, we didn't have much time, myself and uh, and Gary, but they explored it for us. And they did a fantastic job. And said they weren't, they they took us, there's a path there, and you get onto Pope's Hill. Pope's Hill where, where is it Harry Black? Uh, all these heroes from, I think it's 16th Battalion. I, I've gone, gone a bit vague now because uh, I've been drinking. Uh, but it, it was awesome. And just to be there, you could see the trenches on the one side. You could look across. Yeah, looking across. You can't see uh, exactly where um, things are, but you can see where they were. And you, can, you, you can't work out exactly what Queen's Post looked like. But it was such a different view of it. It was. It was absolutely. And I've never been on Pope's, and not many English historians have been on Pope's because it it's was, only just it been clear. It was. It was. It I was mean, incredible. I mean, uh, Bullent told us that he'd been on it before with uh, 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 Peter, Peter Jackson. Jackson. That's right. Uh, because Peter, Bullent was Peter Jackson's guide. Yeah, he just likes name dropping. He doesn't. He, he tells doesn't. Peter Jackson all about Peter Hart. Does he? Yeah. And Peter Jackson says. Who? <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but I mean, so we come off of there, and then you're, you're back to the, if you want, if you pardon the expression, the normal tour, yeah, in yeah. that we go down, from there we went down to the neck. Yeah. And then, just a little special, where, where the, uh, the, oh God, my name, memory. The Turkish people had showed me where the crater was, that mm. was fantastic. Yeah. Then they had... Oh, the water tanks. The water tanks. With quotes from my books. From I was well impressed. And, and we had a ceremony where Roger unveiled the uh, with his dirty handkerchief, which he said was clean, but seemed to have some unfortunate stains on it. Uh, would you like to comment on the unfortunate stains? I think it's something to do with his yoga. Yeah. It's yeah. a bit weird. It's but, a... but yes, you're right. And to save your blushes, uh, I've... I've taken the photograph that Dudley posted on Twitter Did you? and we will be using it in various ways all right but uh, yeah it was it was interesting wasn't it the well the crater few... the crater that's near is great and yeah. I remember when I was first showing it uh, it's, it's a name like Gooksack it's appalling when I don't remember names and it's one of my worst Jeff Harrison will correct us anyway yeah one of my worst features he will correct us because he did last time mm. but that guy showed me this crater which I walked across and never seen and he showed us where it was and then we went and uh, looked at the cemetery paid our respects in the cemetery of all those poor lads who were killed uh, how many graves were there in there there's about three there's a lot in there but how many actual gravestones are there about three there's not no. many is there not a lot and then we went on to look at the neck trenches from which they made the attack. And we, we had a long discussion there. Um, I'm not sure people enjoy it, but it's all about command and control, about responsibility, about whether you go over the top. The well, we, we, we talked about courage. So you made the point about physical courage, and then we, we got on to Geddes. Uh, yeah, uh, Geddes, who was in, our, in, in the very first landings as a captain, yeah. and by this time he's a colonel, lieutenant yeah. colonel, commanding his battalion. Now, he, uh, I think, uh, refused uh, to take his men forward in what he saw a fruitless operation at the diversity attacks on which him. i think is a moral courage now yeah. now dudley yeah. you know he's a colonel i understand his position but his position no is, he admired as well but yeah. he didn't quite go quite as far as we did, did no he? but but i think that was as courageous 
as the physical courage that was being shown. Well, the chap who went over the top with the first line, but mm. that meant he wasn't there to stop the other lines. But I'm not knocking him either, because that, what a decision to make. And there well, you was, can't lead if you're dead. Yeah, that, know, that, that, that's the bottom line. But still, he did go over the top of these lads. He did give up his life. He made a mistake. In my view, and he's very brave. He's very brave. He made a mistake, possibly. But very brave. But very, very brave. I think his name's George White, but I'm not sure. But uh, to be honest, this is a. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. Uh, this is a rough podcast uh, in the sense of that we're not got any notes well, at this all. Is, we're doing this straight after we come off the battlefield. Pete. In fact, you can hear people walking past and yeah. insulting us. Yes. Uh, but. You then said we didn't have enough time to go down and look at the Turkish position. So some of us went up to... Not the Turkish position, Turk's head. Turk's head, I do apologise. Unreservedly? No. Um, no, on this occasion, because some of us went down to the coach and... Uh, you went down to, to Walker's, Walker's Ridge, Ridge Cemetery, Cemetery and the unbelievable view over yeah. Mount Mule Gully. And some of us didn't, Pete, did we? Well, what happened to me was, and this is a bad thing, but it happens. And I just drifted off to the right whilst taking people through. And then I saw the song for Turk's Point and I thought, oh, well, now I'd like to go to Turk's Point, I thought. And this... I'd have liked to have gone to Turk's Point. I bet you would, mate. And, and I feel very guilty. Because How I, guilty do you feel? I feel... feel what, what are you feeling at this precise moment? Uh, a, a sort of strange mixture of emotions which, which are, are surging round me. Yeah. Like well, well, we'll we'll draw a veil over that. But you, you know, you you took half the party. Then it was stupid of me, and, yeah, no, and no. it's worth uh, if you if any guides listen to this, if you're doing something, make sure everyone knows what you're doing, and particularly if you take with you the other guide who knows exactly where our balance. So this is just shocking incompetence on my part. But luckily, no one mentioned it at all. No, I think James came and got you, didn't he? No, I, I'd, I'd already come out by there, but uh, he did threaten me with violence if I did it again. Now, and you have never ceased to respond. Well, I, I tried to ring you, but you'd put your phone on divert or block me or something. Well, I blocked you, yes. Yeah. But we, we then looked at, uh, uh, we spent a brief time in, in uh, Walker's Ridge Cemetery for those that hadn't done so. And um, uh, you saw the grave of the man. Uh, can you remember what the inscription was? Because no one could forget that. No. I was busy um, tr trying to keep people... Goodbye, you know. Carbo. God bless, is I think what it is. But again, I'm teeter. I didn't see this because for some reason I wasn't there. No. Uh, so then we... we uh, then, Can we talk about the view of a mule gully? Yeah, now, this is quite interesting. We, yeah, we, yeah. So we're being interrupted again. Um, That's by Ramazan, who runs Crowded House Tours. Um, um, no, we, we gave a demonstration of the... Um, uh, of the firm foundations of the uh, the barrier that had been installed, <laughs> which, which, if it was a tooth, would be extracted. I have to say, I, I invited, I, I tested it out first, and then I invited Gary to charge towards it to test its breaking strength. This is above a what? It had a, the breaking strain of a Kit Kat. A hundred foot drop, I would have estimated. And what I loved about it was he refused. He, for some reason, didn't trust me. But then he pointed out that they'd added a small sliver of wood as, as some sort of block inside the thing. I was, well, you probably can't see what we're on about. But, ladies and gentlemen, we love the Turks. We love everything about them. But they never trust them when it comes to health and safety. No, no. But then, uh, steps again. We then proceeded to, to come down 
the steps at Russell's top. Well, we had a few comments to make about, I think you weren't with me then, because uh, no. for some reason you weren't speaking to me after a certain <laughs> incident about No, I think, I think simply I'd gone on ahead. Probably, because you are so virile and fast moving. No, I was a bit worried about whether or not I'd get the vertigo again, but... Yeah. Anyway, we looked to the right and we saw Walker's Ridge. And what did it look like? Because oh, that's not real. It's not real because you actually walk down the other side of Walker's Ridge. But as you go down Russell's Top, you get the perception of the left-hand side of Walker's Ridge. And it looks... It looks awful. I looked at it. I thought, I'm never doing that again. Then I remembered you're on the other side. Yeah. It just looked dreadful. Um, it, no, that was interesting. Yeah, have it, you ever been down Walker's Ridge, old mate? Oh, um, no. What was that? I had vertigo and I was very unwell. So we get down, we come down the steps. Again, it's an easy walk down. There's I think just the steps, a lot of steps may have marginally helped, but the construction of the steps is, it, 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 in in themselves, the steps are trip hazards. Yeah. Do you know well, what I, mean? I I certainly, because I had walking sticks, so I, I was trying to think, put, where do you put the sticks, where do you put your feet? In the end, I just carried the sticks because it was easier to walk down the steps. Uh, but um, when we got to the bottom, we got to Shrapnel Valley, uh, went visited the cemetery very, very briefly. Yeah, we walked out the way we got. Now, this time we didn't go up Bronze Hill. And one person said, we got up Bronze Hill again. <laughs> and we made the joke about the army. The army would, yeah. <laughs> the army said, are you complaining? Right, round right, again. <laughs> you're first. Yeah. And then we, we came out and uh, on the coach. We Well, we saw the Shrapnel Valley Cemetery. Beautiful cemetery, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's in the top ten. Uh, yeah. Uh, but again, it's all about perception. I think you know, there are many, many, many Commonwealth uh, War Graves Commission cemeteries around the world that take your breath away. Yeah. And and the workers uh, are the key. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the British government, the Commonwealth War Graves uh, Commission pay for it. But the hard work and dedication, and you see them, and they're not sitting around having a tab, are they? They're no, Alex, Alex uh, took a photo of a couple while we were at Beach Cemetery. Yeah, I was surprised she asked them to take their shirts off. First. Oh, she always does. Is it something to do with the podcast? Well, I don't know what she was doing. She said it's something to do with her private collection. Oh, yeah. Well, we've all got private collections. Minds of books. Uh, books on military history. What's yours? Uh, all of your books. All of Richard Van Emden's books. No, yours are kept in a special place. Yes, your latrine. Anyway, um, we've had a great time. We've enjoyed making this podcast. I, I don't know whether these pod- this is the sort of thing that people want to listen to, but for us, it's a way of telling people about how great Gallipoli is. Yeah. And whether you go with Matt McLachlan uh, about Matt McLaughlin Battlefield Tours or Peter Hart Battlefield Tours or, or Ledger or any other touring. I actually mean that. Uh, I don't care who you come come to Gallipoli what do you say I think you know we're, we're having a fantastic time but we're also being well looked after everything is being done as safely as can be done under the current circumstances and you know we have to recognize that but it hasn't detracted from you have to wear a mask sometimes well, when you're in a, 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 a when you go to the restaurant to get food, yeah, but at, at public places, so for example, when we went to the the Turkish Memorial, you have to wear a mask. Yeah, fair, fair enough. enough. Absolutely. All right, Pete. I'm off to get another beer. Oh, I haven't finished mine yet. Cheers, Pete. Oh. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Bye. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook to learn more about each episode. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you have a couple of options. You can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee forward slash PGMH or consider subscribing to the podcast for only £2 per month and get ad-free listening and bonus content. You can find links for both on our Facebook and Twitter accounts. Sounds great, doesn't it?